This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Hey everybody, Murph here with a quick announcement. The finale of Eldermorn is next week, but it will not be out on Thursday. It will be out on Saturday, November 20th. Before we post it to the main feed, we will be streaming it live on twitch.tv slash nadpod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. That's Saturday, November 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash naddpod. Listen to it live with the community it's going to be a thick sode. We also still have tickets available to some of our live shows, but they are almost sold out, so get those quick. We've got Minneapolis, Seattle, and San Francisco still available. Go to nadpod.com slash live to get your tickets. On with the show. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Can't crit, can't hit for shit. <laughs> Hank Hogfish. Oh, off of the worst performance in NADPOD history. <laughs> Batting zero. <laughs> did we already make jokes about us doing a press conference? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We did on the short rest. <laughs> just did not execute. <laughs> did not execute the game plan. Uh, and then, of Sometimes course, we've got- just have weeks like this. Yeah. If we have all the tools. We just didn't show up. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford- Feeling pretty very after getting her ass handed to her by the summer fairy Theoboginia. Oh, ouch. You know, just uh, fundamentals. Got to go back to fundamentals. Got to go back to fundamentals. <laughs> and then the final shamed athlete of this shit trio, <laughs> Caldwell Tanner. A sunburned son of a gun who's feeling silly as I yearn for my sweet, sweet Billy. It is Zerkin. <laughs> <laughs> and I really think that we've got a lot left to give this season. <laughs> 
we've got to <laughs> this weave season's in. not over okay it's not over <laughs> we're weaving in romances into the intros Liter- now literally summer isn't over we're That's still right. on the summer wing. Uh, That's, <laughs> that is correct. Um, yeah, Murph, you need to give us uh, at least 10 more episodes to make up for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll let you guys fight some bullywugs. Yeah. Can't miss the we'll playoffs. Just, we'll just give us some bullywugs just to build up our yeah. confidence. Can we have a Pro Bowl game? <laughs> yeah, you guys just uh, take way too long at, to kill them. You keep missing them even though they only have like 14 Stop. AC or something. It's we really... just like do like nonstop bullywugs until we gain another level yeah. because we're so weak of spirit. I think that would be very good pacing. I think everyone would love it. Sweet, guys. Let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last time, the third mates received a message from Batilda via the Guardians of the Grove book. Mm -hmm. She then pulled you to a demi-planar meeting with Kenley and Walder, uh, the latter of whom warned you that Kenley had misled you. Uh, The vampire smith had failed to mention that your quest was quite similar to two that he had been on before, both ending with children of the trickster unlocking their powers and going mad. Walder was convinced mm-hmm. that Serenesis would end up the same and urged you not to put the crown on Arena. Kenley apologized, sort of, for his lack of <laughs> transparency. <laughs> um, just, you know, sort of a, a, a dude apology. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in sorry s- you took it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry if you were offended. Um, <laughs> if you were. <laughs> if you were. Um, but uh, Kenley apologized for his lack of transparency, but insisted that his way was the only way. Without Serenesis, you could not sort the lost souls. You ultimately agreed with Kenley, but took with you a heavy disillusionment for the Blades. Back on the summer ring, you stumbled upon Kane battling Callista the Cruel. (laughs) And that's where we'll end. Yeah, that's the end of the recap. Yeah, that's the end of the recap. Which is absolutely bloodless because she hit no one. Right. Um, (laughs) Kane offered a truce, explaining that he also wanted to kill Moxora. Uh, He also told Fia that Bookfar had been saved, presumably by Arena. Um, you put your differences aside and fought alongside him. I use the term fought very liberally. Um, <laughs> true equals. True equals. Coward behind. Yeah. Uh, you guys were absolutely whomped. In the end, though, you were able to tip the scales just enough. <laughs> like two equally weighted sides of a scale and then a couple little turd flies uh, land on the one side to get to We are victorious. You guys You guys are victorious. That's um, what we bring. Uh, you tipped the scales just enough for Kane to win the duel. Let's face it, it was a duel. <laughs> uh, Kane then created a circle in the sand and invited you to join the circle of trust, seeing if you could work out a deal. And that's where we are now. Okay. All right. Okay. So Kane has just made the circle in the sand with his scythe. Um, you see, he's made this blue flame in his hand. You see, he uh, grabs Callista's discarded bow. Um, and he cracks it over his knee, uh, throws it in the middle of the circle, lights it with the blue flame, um, and you see this campfire alights, and uh, you see Kane sets his scythe down, um, and he sits down next to it, 
And he goes, Strange bedfellows. We prefer to sleep in a trench. <laughs> yeah, trench fellows, actually. All right. Listen, you were pretty flashy back there, and I think we all got a little heated in the fog of battle, but here's the thing. <laughs> Make an excuse as far as we all... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, what he said. We all got a little flustered, but here's the thing. Everything was crazy out there. I think we can all agree. I saw you miss twice one turn, so I, we all had bad turns, right? Yeah, right? yeah. But we're still not friends. We're not allies. Maybe we can help each other, but I'll never forgive you for what you did, okay? Yeah, you know, you tried to cut me. What the hell was that all oh, about? Yeah. <laughs> cut? Oh, yeah. Cut? You literally cut you so hard yeah. and formed another guy. Yeah, you tried to stab me. Yeah, Shank pops up. Yeah, you you birthed me, sort of. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Wait, Shank's you're, daddy. you're my mom? Yeah. Shadow daddy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, see, uh, Shank This is a heavy moment for Shank. Yeah, Shank looks <laughs> conflicted. <laughs> Uh, it's okay, we all have parent problems. Uh, you see Kane kind of tilts his head at you and goes, Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. I sort of remember you now. I remember this magic. Sort of? What yeah. the hell happened? Well, um, you were just sort of wrong place, wrong time. I was in... West Precinct uh, with Moxora, and uh -huh. I sensed this guy who was dripping with trickster magic. Oh, because of mm. Leonora. And what exactly were you trying to do to him? Yes, did you mean to do this? Oh, to make a magic shadow? No, I was trying to kill you. Got it. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, Shank, this is not your mom. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm going back. So Mr. Henry just stepped to the side and you made a sentient shadow that happens to be reflect different lifetimes of this man. <laughs> accident. All accident. You see just an oopsie on your part then, huh? Kane Kane shrugs his shoulders and goes Look, I see sprites. I see something that's of the trickster. I try to take it out. Got it. I'm back to are. not liking him at all. <laughs> you you guys kind of realize in this moment, like, Kane didn't do anything magical to make Shank show up. What happened mm. was Kane was essentially trying to kill Hank, but in a way that first, like, got rid of the trickster magic and just happened mm. to, like, half sever the curse Whoa. you know what i mean so it's like mm. instead of it being this thing that was hidden from hank where he's like reborn all the time it's like one of his lives essentially you know essentially he got like a double it like mm. half broke the curse i think okay sh shanky he kind of is your mom oh, <laughs> yeah. all right well you know what mom you owe me an apology yeah yeah i'm not gonna give you an apology I should at least apologize to Zerk. You so killed selfish. <laughs> All right. Look. I don't want to be friends. You all call yourselves Blades. Well, I dedicated my life to that order. And I lost my family. And all I got in return were half-truths and empty promises. Um, wait. Wait a second. Guys, didn't, didn't Walter also leave the Blades? Is That's that what he said. That happened? Yeah. Um, you see Kane 
kind of doesn't react, and you would think Kane probably wouldn't know yeah. who Walder was. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Walder seems to have just left the blades as like ideological differences with the way that Kenley ran things. You guys saw in the flashback with Olwen, Kane straight up tried to kill Batilda, and Batilda killed him. Okay, mm. I grit my teeth, but I also picture Batilda besting him, and that gives me enough sort of like puff in my chest to continue this conversation. Mm. Um, and I think I just kind of like, look, when it comes to the blades, we swore an oath to protect a person. I'm not here to debate the ideology of the Blades or the merit of the policies they have enacted. This is not interesting to me. I have a person I am trying to protect. I have people I am trying to protect, and that is what we are here for. So why is it that you are wanting to go after Maxora? And do you know her real name? I know her real name now. And that's the problem. Why does that change anything? Because I joined her to get out of all this trickster bullshit. Then I found out she's not who she says she is. And that she's just more trickster bullshit. Exactly. I heard her one night while she was trying to extract information from your friend. Um, see, extends his hand to you, Fia. Bufar? If that's his name. The kid? It is his name. His name is Bukfar. What did you do to him? What did I do to him? I didn't do shit to him. What did you hear? You should be proud of your friend. Because he didn't tell her shit. I am always proud of Bukfar. And because he didn't tell her shit, she had to try to level with him. She told him the truth about her identity. That she wasn't a reaper priestess. That there wasn't actually even a reaper to worry about. That she was actually one of the daughters of the trickster. That she was actually Arena's sister. That she was a friend. So what does that mean? Me coming back, revived by the reaper. All smoke and mirrors. Another fucking trick to serve their purposes. And you see, uh, actually, everybody go ahead and give me insight checks as he talks. 21. 24. 23. Mm. Damn. With your guys' insight Why checks, <laughs> when he says another trick to serve their purposes, there is so much venom in that. And you think about it, you kind of acknowledge that the idea that only one blade and one smith would know about Serenesis and they would keep this from the rest of the blades is like kind of messed up. But it seems crazy that that alone would make someone kill their comrades. It seems like there's more going on here. When he talks about the trickster, spittle comes out of his mouth yeah. as he talks about I it. I think that V is kind of looking at this and she's like seeing this person who like almost their anger is amplified because they so desperately want to serve something and nothing is worthy of their service. And I think that she's like a little bit feeling maybe almost 
like sympathy bordering on empathy for this. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to just like soften and just kind of say like, if I may, what happened to your family? Because I, your anger at the trickster reminds me of my anger at the Reaper. And it's because of the people that the Reaper took from me. He nods and he goes, well, I guess it goes back to when I joined the Blades. I joined the Blades for same reason anybody wants to join the Blades to get out of their podunk town to kill monsters and to live a life of excitement. Mm -hmm. When I left home, my brother Caleb was only three years old and I barely saw him until he grew up to be a teenager. But anytime I did see him, he told me that he wanted to be a blade, just like me. About 15 years down the road, my parents died while I was traveling doing my blade business. Villagers told me Caleb started seeing sprites gathering outside his window soon after. He thought they were trying to lead him to his big brother, the Blade. So one day, he packs up all his stuff and he follows him into the woods. He gets lost. And I don't know if y'all ever been to Innerboro, but those Innerboro nights can get mighty cold. He didn't make it to morning. When I found out the circumstances of his death, I thought it was my fault that I had missed some kind of sign. So I spoke to a smith who could communicate with sprites and I asked her what they told Caleb you know what it was that got my brother killed? What? Tell us. They wanted to play. I just about left the blades right then. But your buddies, Matilda and Arthur Penley, convinced me it was just a tragedy. The Sprites are children. They don't know any better. I kept my oaths. But I kept that chip on my shoulder too. And it made it easier for Moxora to manipulate me. But you know what? I don't regret a damn thing. I would kill them again. My life never meant anything. Caleb's life never meant anything. Herodesia, the blades, all of them. Manipulators. The sprites aren't children. They're mini fucking gods flying around doing whatever the fuck they want. And what are you going to do about it? 
What am I going to do about it? I'm Just sit s- around a campfire and complain? Sit around a campfire and complain? You'd be dead in the sand if it wasn't for me. I'm going to stick a scythe in Herodesia's gut, and then I'll do the same thing to your friend, because they're all the same. Kane. Hey. The, the sprites didn't kill your brother. The cold did. It's not their fault. He He's a victim of the circumstance that, that made him believe that he should go outside. The blades were right. It was a tragedy. Who are you going to blame? The the people who told you the truth? That it was awful and sad? Or or the person that used your pain to manipulate you to, to do something you never should have done? Um, Hank, go ahead and give me a persuasion mm-hmm. check. 14. Okay. Kane thinks about this for a second and tilts his head. And it's, it's one of those situations where someone is in an argument and they kind of know they're wrong, but they're just not going to back down. There's just too much resentment there. Mm-hmm. And you see he shakes his head and he goes, you sound just like them. Uh, yeah, I thought you might say that. Well, well what are our shared purposes? Herodesia and Serenesis are monsters. Blades kill monsters. Let's I am up. sorry I'm going to stop you right there. I do not share that purpose. Is that right? Yes. I'm going to chew on a seed. <laughs> That's going to take... Uh, go ahead and give me... Are you trying to do it without Kane noticing? Yes. Okay, go, oh, ahead and give me dis, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand or deception check. It's a Great. 21. Great. You pop it as you guys are taking the short rest. Does not seem like he notices Hank uh, doing uh, what he's doing. I need doing. to do it too, but I don't have a... Uh, I don't have sleight of hand, so I'm um, just going to... Can I make a distraction um, using Flash of Genius? Flash of Genius would add five to it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll mine. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. Mine's oh, wait, a. Did you say Flash of Genius? Yeah. Then a 15. Okay. Mine's going to be a uh, 19. Okay. Hank starts to eat his. Zerk starts to eat his. Fia goes to eat hers. Kane holds his hand up, grabs your wrist, and goes. Now, what are you doing here in the circle of trust? This is some kind of bullshit you're trying to pull on me? I'm sorry, you're asking to work with me. You see how fucking exhausted I am during that fight. I go to pop a seed to give myself energy and somehow it is offensive to you. Energy. I'm no help Why to you. Why do you need energy? Because I need, we're taking a short rest right now and this is when I eat my seed. Go ahead and give me a deception check. <laughs> Okay, just know You're that. You're not gonna let her eat a seed? It's just a seed. Six minus one becomes a five. Um, you see things suddenly become tense. And he goes, I've been leveling with you all. Yes, and I I'm... thought you might be different. Spit out the fucking seeds. I grabs his side. Um they take a short rest to work. That's fine. I'm just not going to waste the seed. I think I'm just like, look, Kane, 
I have to tell you, Cyrenesis is currently inhabiting my best girlhood friend's body. I cannot make a pledge. I will not lie to you that I am not going there to fucking protect her, and that is who I fucking care about. I don't care about this blade shit. I don't care about all this fucking ideology. I care about Irina, Henry, Zerk, Philip, Spritel, Spoonie, and Bokvar. Okay, put it on a fucking shirt. <laughs> I held my breath while she said Spoonie. (laughs) Uh, He smirks, and he goes, Finally some fucking honesty from a blade. I'll tell you what. We can do this right now. And I'll just swing my scythe. And we'll see who's got the most left in the tank. Or you give me one of those seeds, and we have a fair fight. Or... We take out Herodice and Serenesis together. But I ain't letting those gods command us anymore. I look to Henry and Zerk because I know I'm speaking from what's personal to me. And I'm letting them know if you need to tackle me, tackle me. Fear. And I say, look, you don't understand. I don't know where Serenesis begins and Arena ends. Serenesis is just off the fucking table for me. Sometimes... Things have to collide for progress to be made. There needs to be a catalyst. There needs to be explosions for growth to occur. And I've talked with enough people in my life whose minds can't be changed, and I know they're not worth dealing with. Zerk gives him the seed. He takes the seed. And as you chew that, I'm going to tell you something. You are so exhausted with these half-truths. And here is a truth that we learned. All the souls of the dead are overcrowding the afterlife, and they need someone to sort them. And that means that your beloved Caleb is stuck. And it is only with the help of someone like Cyrenesis that he can find his final rest. Is, is this the kind of hero your brother wanted you to be? I know. I saw my father. He's stuck doesn't matter what kind of life they led, they're stuck. It doesn't matter how sweet Caleb was, he's stuck. You got a second chance. Caleb could have a second chance too. You see, this is the first thing that seems to really get through to him. He looks rocked, stares forward, kind of lets down his defenses. And here's what I'm going to say. Guys, go ahead and roll a group persuasion check. Mm. Hank already did a pretty good job, so we'll say we'll add, instead of your guys' abysmal charisma modifiers, <laughs> we'll say um, uh, we'll do we'll add half of Hank's last persuasion check. So he got a 14, okay. so it'll be plus 7 to this roll. Oh, right. okay. Wow. Feeling charismatic. This is our one moment. Okay. Uh, M, go ahead and roll it. 17. 17. Ooh. So plus right. 7. That is a 24. Sweet 17. So this is what it's like to be popular. <laughs> you guys see Kane just stares forward and goes, You think Caleb's soul is one of the ones that's lost in Zobaldar? I know it. And that's not a half truth. We've seen them. We've seen them. It's everyone. There's not like a waiting list or anything. They're all stuck. 
It is a guarantee. Take our deal. Fight Herodesia with us and give Fia space. And that's Caleb's best shot. It is true. Because if we get rid of Cyrenesis and Herodesia, then there is no one that can sort the souls. Say for the Elder or the Reaper or the Trickster coming back. But they're gone. They've probably created entire new worlds. The knowledge that she could depart to us could potentially lead to a world where we know how to manage the souls. This is the first time where we've had such direct control over how the cycle goes. This is a chance that we can't squander, and you can decide now if you want to stand with us or if you want to let the past and your grief consume you. Please change your mind. We do share a purpose. If it's not amenable to you, I am okay to go our separate ways. I will not try to hurt you. You can pursue your purpose. In the interest of being honest, because there's so little of that, I wouldn't trust me around Serenesis. I mean... You're basically saying exactly what I said to my friends, which is I wouldn't trust me around Irina because I'll do something foolish for her. I'm going to let you go your way. And at the end, if you are right, you make sure Caleb gets where he was supposed to go and then we don't have a problem. I can promise you Swear on time, devil, that my heart wishes for all these lost souls to be returned. So he holds his hand out. And if he doesn't go where he needs to go, we're going to have our fight. I spit on my hand in a respectful way and smoosh it against his. You shake his hand. You feel this... Like, Spreadle doesn't come at her or anything. In fact, Spreadle is fucking terrified of the Prophet Cain. <laughs> right? You yeah, I know, feel I know. it, Zerk. The Prophet Cain Spridal killed was Spridal. killed yes. by the Prophet Cain. Was fully yeah. killed by the Prophet Cain. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do feel some kind of magic binding him to you. And he goes, we'll have words if this doesn't work out. You are fully invited to kick my ass. We'll keep an eye out for Caleb. Um, you see the Prophet Cain spins his scythe around, throws it in the sand. You see he walks off. I fucking relax for the first time. I don't feel good about that. (laughs) That sucked. No, that sucked. But you know what? Everything sucks. And it will continue to suck. And it's our job to make it suck just a little less. The thing is, with with us doing nothing, we're completely fucked. Right. With us doing something, <laughs> we're most likely fucked. But it's yes. the only tiny sliver of a chance that we have for this thing to work out. We have no other option. Have right. I done something that binds me in a way that, like, I can't actually look out for Arena? Um, Fia, uh, everybody go ahead and give me inside checks. Great. Nat 20. Oh my there god. There we go. I won't roll. 
Fia, you have you <laughs> have the know. equivalent of what would be like a devil's contract or something. It's it's basically like if you don't look out for the soul of his lost brother, then he will come for you. Okay. I can do this because yeah. worst case scenario, I can still protect Arena and all it will do is put me at harm. And but protecting Arena is the best possible thing we could do for Kane's brother. And I, yeah. I, I will say with a Nat 20 insight check, you realize that Hank is completely fucking on point like no one else is offering an option. Like 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 mm-hmm. Kane is justified in how mad he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also a full-on murderer. <laughs> he's also a murderer. I, just, I suppose I just think that there's a situation because I don't entirely understand the Sirenesis arena connection. Yeah. I suppose that there's a situation where Sirenesis is more of like a parasite or something feeding off of arena in which case i would want to save arena from sirenesis in which case i would be destroying sirenesis the way that batilda explained it to you or the way that i don't remember if it was it was between walder batilda and kenley the way they described it to you is the danger with arena putting on the crown of sirenesis is getting the knowledge and the power of the gods, but having the temperament of a human. So with that nat 20, am I starting to feel like Sirenesis and Arena are one? You think the same thing that you thought before, which is that Arena is her own person, and just like you, Fia, have lived a mil- like, n- not a million lives, but, you know a thousand lives before Mm. and your soul has just bounced from life to life to life and then hank is in this interesting position of he has lived the same life 69 times over and over and over again um (laughs) but normal normally people just you know they keep coming back and so Mm. it is a part of her life of the soul i'm starting to think that more so than getting the crown to serenesis we just need to take control of this crown. There's maybe a way that we can investigate its properties and powers and try to like release some of this knowledge in a drip without just bestowing it all upon her at once. There's yes. there's always options, but I think that we have to like take control. We can't think, just let these things be out there. I think what we need to do is like tell her essentially it's like reading a Wikipedia page before you go to the movie. You right. lessen the impact of the big Twist. You only read the initial synopsis. Don't scroll down to the plot. Yeah, it's kind of like the movie Fifty First Dates. <laughs> yes, I've read that book. Yes, okay. uh, my Mr. Adam Sandler. Yes, a friend of yours. Love Miroslav. him, great. <laughs> my great, favorite fucking author. <laughs> really great author. I great bard. Jack and Jill, my favorite freaking book. <laughs> you should see Philip reads Jack and Jill all the time. I, a I book, actually reading I could, a book is cute that. as hell. It's no little Nikki. <laughs> I think we made the right decision, but God, God, I wanted to fight him. I think we have to be honest. He seems like a difficult person to satif- satisfy. I have a feeling we'll, we'll keep be encountering those him. people. Yeah, I have a feeling that nothing we're going to do is going to be proof enough for him. What we are going to say? Yes, your brother has been 
reincarnated or your brother has been moved to a, an, a peaceful afterlife. Where's the proof? How? I don't have receipts for this. Yeah. I mean, we could maybe do some sort of uh, ritual to summon, you know, the, the past life. No, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... You know what? There was nothing in my deal that if Zerg wants to start a fight and kill him, that we can't do that. <laughs> so I think, you know, stoke your anger as much as it serves you. You guys could try, I will say, in the time it takes to take a short rest, you could theoretically reach Kane before he reaches the steps down to the next level. Maybe it's just the seed talking, but do we fucking go get this guy? I can't do it. I don't think I've I I've seen the place either. that his pain comes from. Yeah, I agree. I'm just... I, I, I felt, I felt mm, companionship with him in spite of myself. I'm just, I'm just tired <laughs> of seeing people whose minds can't be changed just walk away without learning a lesson or facing any repercussions. I totally understand that, but I think it's kind of like when you're making your priorities... Do you fight the things you cannot change or focus on the things you can change? You're right. And that's why things are different. That's why the cycle is breaking, because we're all together, and the decisions we would have made alone, I, I don't feel compelled to make when I'm with you, when I see what we're working towards. I, I fully agree with that. You see, Philip flaps down to you, Zerk, and goes, Do you need me to hold you back, bro? <laughs> Sir <laughs> just stands up and starts thrashing. <laughs> he starts uh, going for it. He's going for it. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Calm down. Who the Calm fuck down. You tried. You tried. Wow. You tried. It's all right. It's Get all right. Boy. It's all right. I'm loading my gun. I'm picking things. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's all right. It's all right. Please, is there a guy? I think just like how they were saying that I will be Arena's anchor. I think we are all each other's anchor also. Like the yeah. one on the tattoo. We're not like your mom, man. We're not going to walk away. Yeah. Uh, Zerk just brings them both in close. Shares a moment by the fire. Um, you guys... in, in both of their ears, I whisper, after all this is over, do you want to go be sailors on a boat? <laughs> Oh my god, I would love to. I yeah, no nothing would make me fucking happier. Um yeah, you guys have this moment where you all embrace and you've just, you know, resisted this urge to get revenge where you could have. Um so you guys have this moment of being like we're we're breaking the cycle. Let's take a moment. Let's take a breath. Take a moment. But I'm also acknowledging that like <laughs> I'm also being strategic, though, being like, oh, oh he's going he... after Heretisha, so that's convenient yeah. for us. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. sure. Uh, fucking damn. I'm, I dig three trenches. <laughs> <laughs> Zerk takes a long drink. What says, are you looking for? Full, king, or queen? I can do California as well. I think we got to go California on a night okay. like tonight. <laughs> Sweet. You guys go California king on the trench. Hey, connect these trenches. They just We just yeah. need one. Zerk casts heat metal on uh, a bunch of b beams around the edges and then buries them. <laughs> so it's like a heated bed. Ooh. Wow. I'm, I'm sleeping a little too close to the edge. <laughs> this thing's a sweat box. <laughs> Careful. 
<laughs> the middle. So you guys dig these trenches, but it's just a short rest. You guys yeah. have these seeds, so you guys um, replenish very quickly. But I'll say you guys take like half an hour uh, or an hour. Um, a siesta. But you guys know that up on the autumn ring is um, probably where you're going to meet Rina and possibly Moxora if she's onto your movements. Okay, mm. so I think the first thing I'm going to do is like... I'm going to need to take another short rest after this to get some of these spells back. Okay. So you're going to do okay. short rest seed followed by short rest classic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to cast a sixth level contingency as well as a fifth level cure wounds. And I'm going to set the contingency to be if I fear go down, then it will cast a... Fifth level cure wounds on Holy me. shit. Is contingency Whoa. one of the old Zobaldar spells? No. No? This is, is this a Chronergy wizard? I don't know if it's Chronergy wizard. It came up in my spells I can take, and it lasts for 10 days. Right. Oh, hell yes. yeah. No, you're good. Whoa. Yeah. So it's just like a little something like, because like if I'm up, I can be using Spoonie. I can, that means that Spoonie's up. That means that I can be healing word. If I go down, though, I'll get a fifth level cure wounds. That's so cool. Sick. Oh, and then also I'm I'm also going to cast Gift of Alacrity on Zerk, so you'll oh. add a D8 to your initiative rolls. Very nice. Um, while she's doing that, and while we're taking a little extended short rest, could I tinker a little bit with the Revivify spell? Yeah. Great. Uh, go ahead and roll um, a tinkering check. All right, so it's plus 13. Okay. That's going to be a 23 for the first one. 23. Three. Um, you're just gonna get one. Um, it's gonna take it down another level, the fifth level. Fifth level. All right. Okay. Um, while I'm working on this, I think that the way that this kind of the way that this looks visually is I'm basically crafting like a metal music box cylinder. Because mm. I feel like one of the things that this needs, in addition to like the complex spell work to cure wounds, but also hold a body in stasis, kind of using some of Fia's time magic is some sort of like beacon and i think that as opposed to like the single chime of a bell it needs almost like a song and as i'm like tinkering with this i i turn to hank and i say hank that song you sang about ill luck henry that that was like a sea shanty right yeah yeah that's right do you know any other sea shanties i just need something that could maybe Help a soul find its way back. Tell you what, Zerk, I've been actually been turning uh, turning a sea shanty over in my head. It's um, it's another verse to uh, to the Ill Luck Henry song. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit, he's breaking out some paper. He's breaking out the fucking notepad. I was on his I was like, cold What kind of phone. spot are you putting Jake on? But he's whipping out his phone. Jake and I had a plane it, ride. Did these so, people take a plane ride over here together? Is this a rough draft? It is still putting me on the spot because it is a rough draft. Okay, I'll I'll sing it. It anyway. is the full draft now. We're just um, we're just figuring this out. It doesn't have to be perfect yet. Yeah. Um. Let me. Yeah. Here's the, this is one I've been working on. Spritel, could you maybe play a little chime? That'd be nice. Um, you hear ding. And how about a beat, Spoonie? <laughs> Perfect. And then I'm going for that little um for the sound of like that jazz ride with like one of those little like jazz whisk 
things. Mm. Oh. Um, I'm going to do that, but with um, <laughs> the the pages of Philip. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that um, Spoonie's going to play a melancholy uh, fiddle. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, wow. And Spoon Hank, plays the fiddle. Hank sings for Zerk. Uh, the gathering storm is a menacing sight. Strike the sails, all hands on deck. Side by side, we must stand to fight. To avenge Arena and Alette. Lash on your lifelines, cast away your fear. Alone you lose, but with mates you win. I won't run while my friends are here. When luck runs out, that's when heart steps in. Ill luck, Henry, badass blade. He just might keep his promise now. Ill luck, Henry, third mate. He's got his friends to show him how. Uh, Zerk, go ahead and roll another tinkering check. With advantage. Tell me that that's not No. With advantage. Oh. Thank you. On a first draft. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be a 22. Zerk, you, I'll say even you ring the bell, the bell that you guys had stolen from your mother, Mm -hmm. um, and Hank sings the song in that tune. Um, and you really lose yourself in it for a moment. And you realize that there is something special about this specific note. That not only do the words that you say in a verbal component matter, but sort of the tone in which you say them also matters. Mm. Um, and you are able to dissect this spell down to fourth level. We're so close. I also, I see this, I see Zerk at work. It's like beautiful. I'm going to use my arcane abeyance, turn my little gray pearl into a greater invisibility, give it to Philip, and I say, I think use this on Zerk when we are next fighting. You need me to hold him back? (laughs) No, I need, by doing so, you will hold everyone else back from him. Right, okay. So um, you're holding everybody. I'm holding everybody back. back. All right, yeah. hold everyone back, bro. <laughs> hold everyone back, bro. Starts flapping around. Um, yeah, I think I go back to chipping away at the little music box, uh, adjusting the little node so that it'll play something similar to that. Sweet. I also cast Gift of Alacrity on both me and Henry. Okay. Anyone else feeling good from that seed? <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. seed is actually hitting you guys, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you don't need to eat meat. You just need seeds. <laughs> seeds yeah. are enough. so much There's in so them. much protein. Um, okay. How you feeling, Fia? I'm feeling fucking ready. What? How are you feeling, Mr. Henry? I'm just ready to help you go get your girl. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like that. Why you say it like I'm that? I'm sorry. The Why seed, you say it like the that? The seed's got me feeling some type of way. I dive into the, <laughs> into the sand and swim. It's true. <laughs> oh just you like can see I thought, Fia disappears. Yeah. She might die. <laughs> She's at the bottom. Fia, Kane was making it seem like this would just be a quick fix one way or the other. You got to go on like at least three dates before we make any progress. Why is Dates or whatever, reading seeds. Fucking stay focused. Read the book. I don't know. Stay focused. (laughs) Fia blushes so much and just shoves her head into the sand like a bird. (laughs) It's the wood yolk from the seed. She's ostriching. (laughs) Yeah, Fia takes the full short rest, head under the sand. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Climb those steps. Yeah, let's do it. Everyone get your shorts at the correct level. (laughs) Super high. (laughs) Sweet. 
In autumn? Wow. Oh, shit. Actually, I might uncuff these. Okay. You, yeah, you the zip. shorts are going hit to the, hit the knee. Oh, oh, we're hating autumn. Yeah. Wait. So I'm going to do hoodie and shorts. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up. They are the perfect gift and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Oh, there's one more thing I forgot to do before we head up. Uh, Hank, I, I have something for you. For, yeah, for me? Yeah. Okay. I was moved by your song. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, Zerk, actually, this is a little gross, but he does it anyway. <laughs> he grabs the charred wings from Callista. Okay. Uh, and attaches them to Hank's boots. Okay. Um, and then uses a little um, tinkering to, like, merge them into them uh, <laughs> and create some flying boots for Hank. Holy shit. You guys. What does that do? He just has flying pass on him? He has a flying speed equal to his walking speed for four hours. Oh, dude. Enjoy the view of these nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Flies up. I already vomited.
flies up. You guys just see the reddest nuts hanging out of not, his very short shorts. Not what I intended. Gosh, they got so sunburned. In oh, they're so burned. You absolutely need to aloe them after they hit the, were hit by the sunbeam. I'm going to also summon my phantom steed. Great. The fucking deer, winged deer with the snake reins comes out. I, cli- I climb on. Why not? We're Great. doing oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's, who's she here. trying to impress up there? I wonder. Sweet. So are you guys going up the stairs? Yep. I'm flying up the stairs. <laughs> I'm not... fucking riding a uh, gorgeous deer. Sweet. Sophia rides her deer up the stairs. Hank flies up the stairs. I flap my arms even though uh, it's the boots. <laughs> that it looks flying. wildly inelegant. Wow. Zerp watches them leave. Yeah. Zerp walks up normally. <laughs> Um, and you guys ascend this staircase of glass going up and up and up thousands of feet. Eventually, the clear glass steps begin to be covered in fall leaves um, until... Ooh, dangerous. Until you... Re- yeah, it's a little dangerous. Uh, Everyone, the, I put up a caution. Yeah. A little caution sign. The first one catches caution you off guard and you almost go down. Uh, you slip and you almost fall into the abyss. No one owns a rake. <laughs> yeah, uh, but eventually it gets to the point where there are so many leaves that uh, they're like up to your knees. Like uh, you guys are crawling through leaves by the end. Uh, kind of fun. We're gonna need a blower. Uh, as you guys I, get, even to the though top. the situation is dire, I still uh, play like a kid in a yeah. leaf pile, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, and you guys finally reach the autumn ring itself. Uh, you are instantly hit by a cool fall breeze that washes over you and gives you this sense of calm. Uh, You know that this is the domain of Sienna, the autumn fairy, and uh, you think that this could be like part of her magic is like this like wisdom hitting you, this like fall day, kind of like clearing Mm. your senses. I take out hoodies and pass them out. (laughs) (laughs) It's hoodie weather, bitches. Wow. West Precinct University. Very nice. (laughs) I was beat up outside of fraternity there. (laughs) Holy shit. When did you have time to go to the bookstore? (laughs) I live many lives. (laughs) Um, You guys are surrounded by trees full of foliage, orange and brown and yellow, all of the colors of fall. Mm. Um, it is beautiful, but there is a little bit of an odd vibe here. You see that all of the trees are perfectly spaced out. It's like a giant grid. Mm. Oh, great. Mm. It'll be easy for us to find our place. Looks like we're on the 14th set of trees now. So if we just head uptown, we should be fine. Uh, is there a subway station <laughs> <laughs> navigating this grid? You guys just start. I minor illusion a metro card. <laughs> you make oh, a metro card. I look like a tourist. I already have the fanny pack. <laughs> You're in your hoodies. Um, you are w- walking through the trees, looking around. Um, and suddenly, you guys hear a voice booming. Um, but coming from an unseen source, go, you seek the crown of Serenesis. But what good is a crown without a head? Because the crown oh. could lead to madness. But also, your friend Arena. 
is I mean, not here yet. One could also, she's not here yet. Uh, well, one could also say, what good is a crown without a tooth or something like that? It's also a double meaning. Without well, a, that's pretty good. Without a what or something like that? A tooth. Tooth? A, yeah. A tooth? Oh, tooth? Yeah, th- that's good. A tooth? As, as long tooth. as we're doing uh, dentist oh. jokes, what time, what's the best time to go to the dentist? This is really... Oh, oh I think I got this one. Yeah, go ahead. The, the best time to go to the dentist... Teeth o'clock! ...have to be K930, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's 2, 2.30. Two, oh. yeah, I don't get it. Tooth. Tooth. I got it right. Fia, do you get it? Yeah. I am the fairy of wisdom. <laughs> Can you explain it to me? What time <laughs> is tooth? That's actually a good quote. Why are you so playing with uh, wordplay? That seems more I feel like K930 was pretty good, to be honest. It's Yeah, well, you know, it's a, that would be a, a vet, a dog dentist. I prefer K930. <laughs> Thank okay, you. I can't argue with wisdom. <laughs> Thank you, disembodied voice that tickles my hair as you rustle through the wind. <laughs> Where are you, by the way? Is this a Truman Show situation? Um, guys, go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's a natural one. Zerk is still okay. hung up on his joke. Yeah, that's going Zirk. to be a seven for Fia. Oh, okay. Uh, Hank got a 22. Holy shit. Ooh. Fia, you are convinced. <laughs> Where are you? I need to explain this joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dentist makes your teeth hurt. <laughs> Get it? Fia, you are. <laughs> I love the idea that the fairy of wisdom would not understand the, word, the like most common joke in the world. Um <laughs> Fia, I am just so and- distracted by being like, oh, Arena's not here yet. Okay, that's fine. It's not a big deal. God, I arrived first. Does this look too thirsty? I look thirsty. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fia's you running. You have canine teeth, too, is the thing. That's why it works. Hank's <laughs> <laughs> mind is blown. Fia and Zerk are way too focused on the joke and Arena. Um, but, Hank, you actually see uh, Sienna the Autumn Fairy is, you know, Kind of not, you didn't get like an amazing perception check where you should be able to see like an invisible god or something. You see there is a fairy that's literally like running between the trees. Like she's not even <laughs> flying. She's like hiding behind one tree, saying something. There's like so a little. You're not like omnipresent. You're just kind of right here. You're just <laughs> yeah. ah! over there. Uh, right over your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. You, you guys see uh, Sienna the Autumn Fairy. Uh, she's got like a dark orange skin, a cloak made of leaves with brown and yellow. Sienna tilts her head and goes, Arena's arrival is imminent. Yes? I, I think so. We didn't set like a firm time. Yeah, it's not a date. No one right? ever so that's sets kind of. But speaking a of dates, time. I did get a message from Bill. Oh no, sorry, that. No. <laughs> what? No, let me see. It's, well, they just what another it? hundred gold. It was just yeah, it was just it was a hundred gold. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, minute. Hold on. <laughs> Zerk smells the gold. <laughs> <laughs> we know it was from Billy because it's gold. Did she spray any perfume on the gold? <laughs> to Zerk, absolutely. Billy oh, wow. absolutely wanted to fuck Zerk. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, no, this is some flirty but gold. Billy also hold wanted on. to wait, fuck Grim Dunk. This is also true. Zerk is like getting the complex notes and is trying to deconstruct like Morse code hidden inside the olfactory I think if you're going to get that deep in, you did smell some Billy pheromones that were like, I'm interested by this dynamic. Let's explore it more. Zerk goes behind a tree. (laughs) Yes. Bring me back my fanny pack, sir. Everyone is very horny. Could they fuck through the fanny pack? But let us... Zerk conducts an experiment. <laughs> Theoretically, you could fuck through the fanny pack. Okay. Zerk, you can keep it. 
but let, I'll just but let us all pack. let us all relax. <laughs> let us all just relax. I'm feeling pretty relaxed with the horniness. I didn't do anything, and yet your balls. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. I went with the knee-length shorts, and it still popped out, huh? <laughs> It's just that they're so low-hanging and red, and you just don't do anything <laughs> when your jean shorts get caught. You didn't yeah. notice my phantom seed has drunk the nuts on it. I did notice. We've been waiting a long time to meet with you, Sienna. Yes. <laughs> We've Listen. had a weird day. I'm so sorry. I'm so I sorry. believe you. We're hopped up on seeds. Right. Anyway. It is possible for your friend to control her powers if and only if we can properly guide her. She must obtain the knowledge of the gods, harness Serenesis without losing her human perspective. That is where the other children of the trickster went wrong. They were manipulated. Okay, so what kind of timeline is this? Because, I mean, when it comes to saving the world, I, I honestly have like a week or two, absolutely, I can like totally clear my schedule. <laughs> you see that the trees all begin to part? And there is a direct path to an altar in the distance. The path is lined with autumn leaves. And um, go ahead and give me perception checks. Four plus three, oh, I crit. seven. Oh, I crit. Hank, you see <laughs> um, that there is an altar. Um, and atop it is a crown of pink and white and yellow flowers fit for the daughter of spring. Um, and you see that Sienna has either teleported or Misty stepped there or moved there in some way. Is she hiding behind a tree again? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll say um, <laughs> uh, Zerk and Fia are still a little distracted. Hank, you see her poking out. She's like weirdly, weirdly ducking behind the altar. Mm, yeah, so I, I can see you like your full, your full head. The crown awaits. The crown. Yeah. The bearer the crown of knowledge. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, there's a lanyard sticking out of your pocket. Right. It's really giving you away. But can a crown truly await anything? You also wear really loud shoes. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> and the left one is untied. <laughs> uh, she scrambles down to uh, just tie it. squeaky new sneakers. <laughs> uh, you uh, you see, uh, she goes down and she starts... Yeah, she's got like... um like Her feet are like made of leaves, so she just crunches everywhere, just like the worst... <laughs> The worst stealther in history. Um, she goes down to like fix her feet. Oh, oh, wait. Um, and then suddenly she looks up. Serenesis. Do you sense her arrival? Uh, and, and looks at you, Fia. Do I? Um, and just then, you guys see a figure deep in the distance, in the maze of trees. She's radiating with magical energy surrounded by these swirling green sprites. She wears a multicolored cloak that she's clearly made herself. 
and um, she's kind of looking around. It looks like she probably just plane shifted here and is a little bit like, she's like staring around in wonder because, you know, even as somebody who's inherently magical, she probably hasn't been to groves before. Um, or if she has, they're still beautiful every time you go to one. So she okay. looks around. I think I, I take a moment to enjoy the pleasure of seeing her before she sees me. Yeah, you see, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she smiles. She's got these uh, little tusks that pop out just like Euphia. But does she still wear her hair long? She still wears her hair very long. She's got uh, her silver hair goes all the way down uh, her back. I think then I can't help myself. I say like, I'm glad you kept it long. Um, you, you, you it's say- It's such a beautiful color. There should be as much of it as possible. Oh. Hank and Zerk, you guys, uh, she is like- I love five Zerk really Zerk quiet. Zerk nudges <laughs> Hank and says, that's Arena. <laughs> yeah, she, she is far away right now. Sophia just kind of says that out loud. And okay, and no, Zerk, I say it quietly to myself then, so yeah, she doesn't uh, hear. You say it quietly Can I do a perception check to see if I heard it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and Fia, I, I will say that um, you see this like, it goes back and forth, right? Because this is someone who you know has been being chased for being Serenesis, both by, you know, people like the Blades who want something from her and people like Moxora who also want something from her, but mm -hmm. like bounty hunters who probably want to kill her, um, villagers that uh, have chased her out of town and everything. So you see she goes back and forth between like, like as she's looking around at all the leaves and everything, you see kind of the girl who had this appreciation for the little things, like this magical ray of sunshine. But you also see before she sees Any you, as she's just kind of looking around, mm. there's this like sigh of like, okay, now I got to do what I got to do, whatever the fuck that is. Okay. Uh, just this kind of like person who's seen some shit. Does it feel like a heaviness that oh. weighs down her natural magic? Yes, 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 yes. A big, so it's heavier a, than a I lot remember. of heaviness, definitely. Oh. But you see, when she catches your eye, she suddenly breaks out of it um, and once again smiles and looks giddy like the girl you remember. Um, and you see she points to a leaf pile halfway between the two of you guys and goes, uh -huh. race you to the leaf pile, V! <laughs> okay! <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. <laughs> oh my God, can I help her somehow? Yeah. Please Flash. do, because I rolled a two. Flash of genius. <laughs> okay, we are looking at... With the help of my friends, 24! You get there so much faster than Arena. Uh, you you I run- I tunnel vision and don't even think about like the social implications. <laughs> yeah. I just like fucking smoke her. She has one, she has one speed, it's right. fucking fast. It's one of those awkward things where it's just like, you know, two friends are racing and one of them just kicks the shit out of the other one. Um, you see Arena is way slower. Um, but she, that, that's not the point of a leaf pile, uh, a, a leaf pile race. Uh, yeah, the fun so of it this is, is very familiar. We always do little foot races when we are young. And yeah, so you see, um, she just... Although sometimes she would win by, like, animating a little uh, vine to trip me. Right, yeah, so you see, um, she was trying to do some tricks, but you were so athletic <laughs> that you're, you get out of the way. Oh, damn it. Uh, uh, I can still <laughs> evade your tricks, Arena. Uh, yeah, you see, she's like, she to slow down a little bit to essentially try to cheat uh, but you uh, barrel past it you jump in the leaf pile she dives in um, as she joins you there uh, you see she begins using like telekinetic magic to shake the trees nearby Whoa. burying Whoa. friends 
very intense. Very intense. Just like the creepy kind of games that you guys used to play that you later took on with Ah, yes, very friends. Very all of your friends. Um, Did not think I'd ever hear that shouted gleefully. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you guys see. uh, I think we do like a dance that we clearly always did when we were little kids when we would make the uh, leaves come down. You see, uh, yeah, as the leaves come down, um, she she grabs you and she goes, Fee, it is so good to see you. You're real. You're of course I'm real. Actually really real. I'm right here. Ha. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I, um, I hug her. You, I, like, put my little hands through her hair. I'm just like, oh, my. I touch her all over being like, you're real. You're not a fiction of my dream. And I just say, oh, my God. God, you're real. V. Yes? Where have you been? I've been everywhere. But... I've been everywhere too, V. It's like we're together. Yes, it was. Honestly, you, it was like we were together. I've been running around. I was in the convent, uh-huh. and I had to blow up a wall to run away. Wow, and then there was a village, so cool. and I had to blow up part of that so uh-huh. that I could run away. And then I lived in the in the woods for a while, and that was fun. Yeah. But then I started having weird dreams that said that I had to come to um, this oh, strange, far-off place, Zilbodar. So I came to Endoterra, and I met people on the outer rim of Endoterra who said that they shared kind of same idea as I did and I came and I was undercover for a bit and I met someone named Glorg who is my friend and I met so many wonderful people here I met Glorg and I met Johnny and I met Chrissy yes and Chrissy oh yes I met them all they are wonderful friends. And don't forget about Billy. Billy was, I believe, I actually only didn't really know I her. I didn't really meet her. Yeah. I, got to meet Billy. I heard she was really I rich. I heard she was very beautiful <laughs> and very rich. I heard she was beautiful and mm-hmm. rich. I heard she was beautiful mm-hmm. and rich mm-hmm. and strong. <laughs> Who are your friends? Oh, the, this is Mr. Henry. He is Hello. my swim instructor. Nice to meet you. Uh, you see, she goes up and she goes for like um, a hug and then a handshake. Like she's just like this weird um, and Does she vibe. look like the Alette that I knew with, except with tusks? She's got. Or is it the silver a hair? A little bit of a hair. similar vibe. It's like meeting a sibling of someone you knew. Got it. Um, yeah, I'll just. Uh, yeah, put her there. Okay. <laughs> uh, she shakes your hand. No! Very Don't do nice. this! I smush them together and <laughs> Oh, so we're doing hugs. Yes, yes. We're doing hugs. And we also do little kisses on the cheek. We do little I give kisses. everyone a kiss on the nice cheek. To just meet like you. we used to. Just like we used to. Yeah. yeah. A kiss on the cheek. She uh, taught us the ritual. Gives. Yeah. Um, Irina's the one who Hank invented the ritual. A little oh. uh, kiss on the cheek. Give Zerk a little kiss on the cheek. And, and this is Mr. Zerk. Did I introduce oh, him? Oh, yes. Actually, nice to meet you, forgive Mr. Zerk. Me, forgive me, Dr. Zerk. Doctor, you're a doctor. Not technically, but I feel like I've brought enough people back from the dead at this point to maybe qualify. He also drinks piss. Yes, you drink piss. You are the piss drinker. Let's show him. Let's let's show her. I I, I, um, great idea. I do all this stuff to make it look like piss. Show her, Doctor Sir. Show her. Daughter of a goddess. I don't know if that's like the right foot forward. Please, I'm really trying to. Yes, please drink piss in front of me. I pull. Thea aside. I need this. This would help? I need this. <laughs> Zerk pulls out a growler. 
He's, he's a wingman to us both. <laughs> and chugs it all in one go. As Zerk is chugging it, you see Arena quickly loses interest and turns to Tia and no, goes, No one said it had to be oh, a crowler. I forgot to mention. Yes. I saved the book far. You found him. I sensed him uh, when he entered the castle. I stole him and hid him away while Maxura was distracted while talking to the other mages. I, I think she's on to us, Fee. She's up to something. Yes. Where is Bukvar, though? Bukvar is safe for now. He's on another plane. A dimensional pocket? Indeed. But... But is he safe? I, is he happy? Was he so happy to see you? What did he say? What was the first thing he saw when he saw you? He said, Oh, thank God. Please help, miss. <laughs> and I said... Okay, <laughs> I'll put you in magic plane. And he said, thank you, miss. I cannot wait to see miss again. That sounds like him. That does sound like it. Did he mention pizza? <laughs> he said, we will all have pizza again in the train car. Yes, I, we live in a train car. It's Bookfar makes pizza now. Bookfar is a pizza You make, you live in a train car. I live in a train car. Fee, did you know? that I had to live in a boxcar and I had to move from train to train for a while. So trains are not fun to you? Trains are fun to me. Okay. So, sometimes it be, is fun. Okay. It is fun and it is scary and it is everything. Okay. Right? Yes. I've gone many places. Fee, I want to talk to you about it. I, I went know. To... I feel like you've lived this whole life. I wish I could read it like a book. I mean, that would be... The story's bound in gold for sure, I'm thinking. Do you know why they they hunt you? They hunt me because I'm the daughter of the trickster. But now, we are here. And I will meet my mother, and she'll make everything right. Okay, okay. Irina, I... I, I came into some information in my travels. And so, I, I just want to talk to you a little bit about... About your mother and your sister. Sister? I do not have a sister, Fee. You have a sister, but she's... I do not like to think of you as a sister. No, I'm not your sister. I'm not your sister. And we were not. Why would we be such a... Just because they're not sisters. That is fucking weird. That is not... That is just girls that are hanging out. Go on. Why are you both shouting at me? We are not sisters, <laughs> Zerk. Yeah. Hank locks eyes with Zerk. <laughs> okay, so I came on to some information. You know that there is something incredibly divine in you. I'm the daughter of the trickster. I have, and I have, you sense... I have seen this in my dreams. Yes. So, I need you to understand that the trickster is gone to another plane. Your mother is gone to another plane. But that is the way of the gods. And you have a sister, and she does not like mortals. She will try to... She will try to manipulate you into feeling the same. And she will be right for the things she said, because mortals 
are mortal. They are not infallible. They are not good all the time. And there are things... Do you know, like with my father? Yes. He did something to me that... I am always, every day, a little bit angry about. And I don't think that will ever go away. But I don't use my energy towards righting a wrong that cannot be changed. And I think that we have to tell you the truth about what happened to you and your sister. And I need you to keep an open mind. You represent everything good, but in the wrong hands, or with the wrong guidance, or with the wrong advisors. Just trust me is all I'm trying to say. Um, everybody go ahead and give me insight checks. And Fia, you can do it with advantage. 27. I mean, sorry, 22. Mm, just 22. a 13. I just got a 10. Okay. Zerk's um, still drinking the growler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hank Zirk, is watching that. Zerk is still drinking piss. <laughs> Hank is caught up in that. Um, Fia, you see that as you say all this stuff, Arena is crushed when you bring up the stuff about the trickster. Because you grew up in the same village as Arena, right? Yeah. The only person who got her out of being executed was you. So this is somebody who is estranged from her parents, who then found out that she had this magical gift, that she has this mother that she's going to go to, and then finds out that that is also not a reality. That is also just a pipe dream. But then you say that you trust her. I think, I mean, as I see this, I just kind of say, like, I I don't know how you feel because my parents were mortal, but, you know, I, my mom, my dad, they are gone. You are all I had for so long. So I, I know that doesn't feel good. And I'm sorry if what I said took something away from you. She shakes her head and she goes, No, no, Fee. Childish dreams. You have not taken anything away from me. I have what I have always had. Um, she grabs your hand. I have you. Right now, you have me more than you ever have. She nods. Uh, Zerk, let's go over here for a second. It's just more trees. No, you don't need to walk away. What? I would, I would just, I felt that, yeah, there's a bird over here. I mean, all the trees are the same. I don't know what's over there. I grab Zerk. <laughs> uh, Hank grabs Zerk. Uh, you are alone with Arena. I, I don't. I didn't want to be this messenger for you. And I don't want to be whatever it is that I am that makes people chase me, that no. makes people fear me. The same thing that makes people fear you and chase you is what makes 
someone like me love you? You... You love me, Fee? We know each other since forever. I am not... Uh, what? <laughs> Quit peeking, uh, asshole. Arena, Arena tries to kiss you. Okay, I'll let it happen. <laughs> Arena uh, kisses you? I, yes! I, I just... I just... I, I, love, I love you, Fee. You are the only person that... I have ever loved who has loved me back. That is not true. I mean, it is true that I feel that, but I promise if you if you spend more time around the right people, you you will feel this love in, in so many different ways. I just don't want you to hate the best part of yourself just because it's unpopular or other people hate it in you. You see, she nods, and she goes, and people inevitably turn on me for my magic. I think of when we first made Bookvar. Do you remember? He was wonderful. He is still wonderful. He is still wonderful. Have you not seen him? I have seen him. Irina, you have to know that the people who turn on you are wrong. And I can't make you any promises that they won't keep turning on you. I wish I could. I think they will keep turning on you, but I will always be there from this day forward to make sure that doesn't happen. Hank walks out of the trees too. <laughs> and and I can promise you something. For every person that turns away from you, there'll be somebody that stands by your side. That's right. We've traveled really so far to find you. And for me it was so personal and I can't believe that seeing you it feels just like just like before, but also better. Mm, but I don't know. I just... I really hate hearing you feel bad about the best part of yourself. Well. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Hank. Thank you, Zerk. Thank you, Fee. We're just so glad to finally get to be your friend. Three whole friends. You have more than that. Who would have thought? You have more than that. You have more than that. Right. I, I take out Spoonie. Yeah. <laughs> She's talking Four about... whole friends. Bookfar as well. Spritel counts too. Spritel counts. And Matilda. this is an unnamed Philip. winged deer with snake reins. <laughs> Do you want to name the snake reins deer? I will call her Daria. <laughs> Daria this. <laughs> nice to meet you, Daria. Okay. She does bite. So, what do I do? Because I have dreams that I put on this crown, and then my mother comes, and she gives me some kind of knowledge. She gives you brain kisses, yes. I don't think your mother is going to come. 
Okay. Can I promise you that the rest of us will bring you more happiness than even a mother could? Um, she nods and she goes, I think that is quite possible. So I think you'll put on the crown, and what you're going to remember is maybe the worst of humanity. You're going to see the ugliest side, and it's going to be there to try to turn you against humans, but you are human. You are Arena. Why then do I even need to put on this crown? Let's just... Run away, Fee. We could go on trains. Mm. And we could read books. I think I have a plastered smile, and I'm speaking through a smile to Henry, and I'm like, tell me why I shouldn't just fucking go ride trains with this fucking beautiful girl. <laughs> if, tell me why. Because I don't have a good reason why I'm struggling with this. If that's what you guys want, you should do it. But Arena, Arena said... You said yourself, you don't want to be chased. Arena just sighs and looks forward and nods. If it's okay with you, Arena, could I take a look at the crown? Could I inspect it? Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. There it is. Yeah! Nat 20. Nat nice. 20? I'll say with anything but a nat 20, you would just sense that it was a powerful magic item. But with a nat 20, I will say you sense the overwhelming nature of it. You sense other consciousnesses in it. It's like 10 nuts at once. (laughs) You sense that this is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous item. Sienna... Any crown can be reforged. Is there any way we could share this burden with her? Sienna nods. Like maybe we could make it into friendship bracelets or something? Uh, Sienna goes, we cannot reforge the crown. But you can bear some of its burden, certainly. Then I'll take the first shift. Anything to give them more time. I mean, I th- I think I I think at this point we kind of need to tell Arena what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Arena about fully doesn't souls. know about the lost I know, souls or anything. I know. <sighs> You're um, right. Arena, there's something else. Do yes. you remember when we were kids and we would organize and reorganize the bookcase? By different things. Sometimes we organize it by color, which makes no sense. How the heck do you find a book? But it looks pretty. But it looks so pretty. Yes. Other times we organize it by, by author, author, sometimes by title. Sometimes by title. Sometimes by just the way that the book feels. Just by or sometimes, sometimes, if you make by it size, real, do you remember? Sometimes it by like size, dominoes, you make it little smaller, and then you have smaller, it be smaller. bigger, or you have it be yes, bigger yes, and then you be smaller. Like that, or you I eliminate like a that. bunch of them and you do it by based on personality. Yes, I remember that. Get along and want to start dating. All the spicy ones. Together and all the sweet ones you together. You put Philip together with another nasty yes, one. Yes, and we get a little scuffle going on on the shelf. Okay, so um, there's really no one out there for them, but that, <laughs> no, you know, star-crossed. Yeah, it's like watching twelve Tinder it's dates like, at once. Yeah, Jesus. So when you put this on, you have a chance to 
do something for this world. Okay. You're gonna get the memories that are gonna make you really hate us, humans. But you're gonna have a chance to take a bunch of souls who have not been given a proper farewell to this life and you're going to get a chance to sort them. They're all backed up. It's it's like the Elder, the Reaper, the Trickster, they all left and now the souls are all backed up. But you can change that if you can decide that you want to do that for people. They want me to become the Reaper. You would not be the Reaper. You wouldn't be the Reaper or the or the Trickster. You'd still be you. You would just have a job. Right. And you would you would all help me with this? Yes. Of course. We have no idea what you'll feel when you wear the crown. Yes. That's... All we can tell you is that for everything that you feel about humanity and mortals. Just remember that fear is immortal. Right. You might hate a lot of people out there, but they're not all like that. There's good people, and there's going to be one standing right in front of you. It's like, as much as I hated my father, I always remembered how much I, you know, loved you. And yeah, me and you are whatever. Yeah, I get and it. And we are good. Uh, sorry, behind, why are they doing behind, this? behind the tree. Behind the tree, <laughs> sir. What's happening? They start making out. <laughs> I gotta take a piss. <laughs> all right, all right. I will do it if you will help me. Anything. All right. We'll all help if you'll have us. Of course. If you are friends of Fee, then you are friends of me. They are best friends of Fee. Best friends? <gasps> so many new best friends. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Do you want a tattoo? Best yes. friends and swim instructors. You're swim. going to learn how to you're swim. To le- you're going to teach I me how t- to swim. The trick is to not touch the bottom. Give me a tattoo on my neck right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, you give her a tattoo. He gives her a stick I'll and hold poke. her hair back. I relish the chance to touch her hair again. You my hair, <laughs> um, After you guys are done giving her a tattoo, um, you see Arena walks up to the altar she breathes deep and she goes, All right, I am ready. Okay. Okay. Um, you see, she bends her neck for Sienna to crown her. Um, you see, Sienna presents the crown um, and looks to you guys and goes, While Arena delves through the knowledge of the crown, it is important for her to remember who she is. So please take her hand. Mm, I take her hand. Sweet. Fia takes her hand. You take Fia's hand? Zerk, you take Fia's hand. I'll take Zerk's hand and yeah. Rita's hand. You take Zerk's hand and Rita's yeah. hand. You guys Complete make a little circle. circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys all hold can I hands. Also, can I also take a minute and I look to Zerk and I say, I see all this money that Billy has been sending you. Oh, yeah. Can I have a hundred gold pieces? <laughs> I have to wash the stink off it first. <laughs> you can take the time to do that. Yeah, wash it off. 
It, sh- it smells very distinct. I just need a hundred gold pieces for Arena. She sends you a lot of gold, man. I'm, Zer- I know this sounds like a spam email, but I just really need a hundred gold pieces. Zerk <laughs> takes the envelope with the 300 gold pieces that his mom gave him way back in West Precinct, and he gives it to Fia, no questions asked. I cast Fortune's Favor on Arena. Which means that she basically has a luck point now. Oh, sweet. Mm. Cool. Luck point. Is there anything I can do? Um, I could try to make like a dispel magic salve to like lessen the effects. Maybe rub it on the temples. Sweet. You know, if, if, if you give me $300, I can do two more fortune favor. I give a fortune's favor to Zerk. I give a fortune's favor to Henry. So you guys both have luck points. Okay. Oh, great. So you guys see, um, as you hold hands, as Fia uses these components and casts blessings on you guys, you see Sienna places the crown on Arena's head. And instantly, you guys feel a jolt of magical energy as it rushes through her and transfers to you guys. You feel like you are all bearing this. You feel it traveling through Arena to Fia, to Zerk, to Hank. And strangely, as it reaches you, you feel it pulling up memories from you. Zerk, you see yourself with your mom selling bum potions to that town in Outerboro that chased you out. You remember it as your mom doing most of it but for some reason in this instance it is very a very targeted memory of the part of the show where you did your spiel you see that after selling the bum potions um you guys are being chased out of town you see the one girl who is chasing after the wagon shouting for you to help and you keep going you promise to come back but you don't Henry, you see yourself leaving West Precinct and your family behind. No context, no threat of Prophet Cain, no any of those things. Flashes of abandoning responsibility in other lives, but most prominently, you remember not speaking up for a let as she was being thrown overboard. Fia, you see flashes of yourself speaking to Batilda and Hank and Zerk in the rain in West Precinct after Bookfar was stolen. At your lowest, you're asking if all this suffering is worth it for just one person. Your comments are taken completely out of context and replayed over and over and over again. And finally, you see a flash of you dropping Arena's hand in the dream and you feel her drop it in the present moment. No. You look up and see her, no longer bracing to contain the magic, but comfortable and confident. She looks like the arena you knew a moment ago, but she's holding herself differently, like a god. You guys see above you, leaves fall down from the trees. And when you look up, you see Sienna, the autumn fairy, with a necrotic spike through her chest, pinned to a tree. 
The sienna in front of you sheds her leaves and the illusion, revealing herself to be Moxora, uh, a.k.a. Heredicia. God damn it. The daughter of winter no longer has any pretense of being a priestess of the Reaper. She wears a long white cloak made of frost and speaks with icy breath. Fuck me. Come, sister. <clears throat> we will destroy this world and build a new one. And that's where we'll end our no session. No! Oh, we died! Oh, oh, oh. Better fucking just me for the inside check to realize that I don't feel like that anymore. Uh, Are you kidding me You're with sick. This? You're fucking uh, sick, man. <laughs> Turning our words into actions against us? For 31 days, our sails hang limp and our winds don't blow. Far from home, the dock and the glaze. Eating the rats we pull from the hole. Thanks to Illacanary, cursed sailor, why'd we bring them this voyage? He, Illacanary, wretched omen, he shan't be allowed at Scurvy stings and the Kraken's closing Two points south of the starboard bow One wrong move could stove us in Batten down the hatch for a fearful roll Illock Henry, cursed sailor He never should have left the shore Illock Henry, hopeless lover Let's toss him Gathering storm is a menacing sight Strike the sails, all hands on deck Side by side we stand and fight To avenge arena and the land Illac Henry, badass bait He might just keep his promise made Illac Henry, first third mate Fearsome with his trusty shade Illock Henry, fortune's blade He might just keep his promise made Illock Henry, blessed fate He might just save the day Hello, dear friends. Caldwell here. It is the end of our episode, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders. Let their names be etched in the stone of your hearts. Let's go. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, Matt M., and Darby M. Campers staying in the lot right next to Kane and the third mate's Circle of Truth. They actually took a bunch of mushrooms right as Kane started his heartfelt story, and now they're all having a very weird trip. Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Jibe G., Dylan B., and Dungeon Mama. Record execs looking to sign Henry and turn his sea shanty into a full concept album. Unfortunately, negotiations are at a standstill because Hank refuses to include a verse about his jean jacket. Come on, Hank. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M., Beardman Dan, Scott D., and Danny P., the inventors of a spell called Nut Without Trace that lets you eat a long rest seed without being noticed. 
Days later, they realized the name should have been Discrete Seed, but sadly, the patent had already been filed. Too bad. Mictologist Michael McDee, Vincent W., Balnor's Boy, Andrew B., and Justin I. Leaf peepers who ignored the warnings and traveled to the autumn ring to see the fall foliage. Sorry, folks, but you peep what you sow. Ragnar Fairedwind, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E. Fashion designers who, after seeing Henry's winged boots, declared that this season, wings are the thing. They thought about getting Henry to be their spokesperson, but his balls fell out midway through their meeting, and so they reconsidered. Damiel R., cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Gage M., Filbert the Fabulous, and Richard X. Machina. Skateboarders attempting to grind down all the fairy steps in Old Zelbuldar. Hurry up with that Revivify spell, Zerk. These folks are gonna need it. Michael L., Trast the Traveler. Sir Carl, Jory S., and Callum L., a band hired by Zerk and Hank to play during Fia and Arena's first date. Sadly, they do not offer refunds. Hmm. Jack L., Flawless Whale, Sam L., Nicholas C., and Mike H., Eldermorn sex ed teachers who now have to devote a whole day to the dangers of transdimensional fellatio. You don't know where that bag has been. Seriously, be careful. Udushmiluk, the Baby Bronze Dragon, Matthew E, Colton B, Adam G, Megan S, and Knee Badger. The Council of Insight. These public servants travel the land reminding people to do insight checks. Their motto is, even if you don't suspect, always, always do a check. Ugh, if only you were there. Panama James, Cummins the Board, Captain Sigil, Nathan C, and Diana. The sprites that blur Hank's balls to make sure we get a PG-13 rating. Thank you, sprites. Bless you. CC Lulu, Barnesinator, Michelle O, Alex W, and Timmy R, creators of a fly spell that requires you to flap your hands like a bird. Hank is the only one shameless enough to use it. Jonathan W, the croc-wearing warrior. Lucas B, Aaron S, it's Kevin, and Bionic Pookie the publishers of the magazine Girlhood Best Friends, who are interested in a cover with Fia and Arena, but now it seems like the relationship is a little more complicated. Ugh. New York, KDW, Cass, Stephen C, Michael M, and Mike K. Kane's brother's Ghost Friends. Turns out he actually really likes Limbo and has a wide, rich net of friendships and relationships. Don't give him eternal peace, big brother. Just let him chill. Taco, the queen of curling, Joy T, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, and Esme M, the ghost writers of Ill Luck Henry. It took a team to convince Hank to write a nice verse about himself. Aw. Kelsey C, Nathan, Casimir, the all-knowing, Big Bad, Beardle the Mad, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, and Gulia Julia. Eldermore and mommy bloggers who just love adding short rest seeds to their smoothies. It's good for your hair and skin, but also your spell slots. Namaste. Thrath, Burly T, Percival Frederickstein von Muscle Klosowski de Rolo III. Yes, nailed it. Christian A, J Dragonborn, and Joe Rowe, the Yenna Pro Pro. The Autumn Sprites who thought Moxora's posing as Sienna was actually part of an Instagram takeover. 
Turns out they were wrong, but the views were great anyways. Cha-ching! Liam D, The Sandrean, Ben A, Dave H, Vivian, and Koala Bear. The crown cobblers who made the spring crown. Unfortunately, Murph didn't go into details about the delicate filigree and gold embossing, and instead focused on the terrifying mechanics. Weird choice, but I respect it. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, and Keith K. Wizards who cast contingency spells that cast contingency, that cast contingency, that cast contingency, and so on. The loop ends in just the cantrip Dancing Lights and serves no purpose other than to be super trippy. Honestly, that's enough. Connor F. Hawkeye Pierce. Isabel F. The Time Walker. Two Left Eyes and DPC is awesome. The team of makeup artists who disguised Moxora as Sienna with practical effects. They're a shoo-in for the Oscar if the third mates don't kill them first. No promises. Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian. Porkchop. Janil M, Velociraptor, and Minette F, the only adventurers to ever get lost in the grid-based Autumn Ring. Jumping in leaf piles constantly can really throw you off track. Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Elias Hawthorne, and Alex H, a heroic crew who straight up fought Kane off-screen after he left the third mates. The outcome is a mystery to everyone but them. Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Robot Crisps, Brentley C, and Micah B. Vendors who sell pumpkin spice lattes on the Autumn Ring. Here's hoping a clash of demigods doesn't affect coffee sales. Ploops, Carly Ann, Lori P, Seth AJ, and Spam Gaming, the not so skilled gamer. Callista stands. They say you should never meet your heroes, and for this crew, that advice literally saves lives. Connor Savage. Christopher J. Pebblepot, Leviathan, and BioQuirt7. Desert Park Rangers who gave Kane a ticket for making an open flame without a camping permit. It did not end well for them. Remington CD, Amberdextrous, Thrill of the Fright, Sullivan H., and Trub Hopdropper. Rare fairies who like a change of seasons, so they mostly just chill on the stairs between rings. They are the Stairies. Sydney T, Matt Y, Alex C, Lindsay W, Champ Wild, and Valen. Elite scientists who have confirmed that you can indeed fuck through a bag. Didn't need science to prove that. Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Jake, CCA, and Matthew J. A crew so chill that Olwyn tried to freeze them, but he couldn't. They just freaking live at that temp. Okay, nice. T.R.E.P., Noah, Estelle, Baron S., Soastian's romance partner from the Baronies, Conflicted DM, and Justin L.B. Warriors, eagerly awaiting Zerk's all-cure elixir because they have super chapped lips. Y'all know about Aquaphor, right? Right? Okay, never mind. Dandy, Jennifer R., Richard G., M. Barber, and Marcos P., a team of tailors enlisted to extend just a few inches on Hank's shorts to keep him modest. One could also try convincing him to switch to briefs, but let's climb one mountain at a time, right, folks? Pup Kalish, Gabriel M., Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota P., and Pagos, self-proclaimed Fay Prince. Producers of the Eldermorn prank show, You Just Got Got, on which the third mates will be starring in the next episode. Huh. Tracy P., the Crick Elf Librarian, Andy, 
Scrumpy Bogpipe, Lisa M, Holly Hyena, <laughs> and Anthony A. Ferrari salespeople who just unloaded literally all of their inventory when Brimstone Billy came through for some impulse buys. Gotta love it. Abigail, maybe, Egg Infinitum, Sloth King 777, Cal Can't Commit, and Commodore. These folks just housed some trail mix, which was mostly long rest seeds and good berries. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna need all of y'all to join us in this fight. Thank you in advance. Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Ooh. Neos, the novice monster hunter, and Kyra, an honor ring basketball team who are vying for Hank to join them now that he can fly, though they are going to make him wear pants. Smart. Morgan M, Sticker, Zachary A, and Stephen E, the owners and operators of a corn maze on the autumn ring who are just a little worried about their business, what with the whole clashing demigod thing. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mr. Adams, Megan F, James F, Jimmy A, and Penguin Crusader. The artificers who made Zerk's fanny pack and who can indeed confirm that it is supposed to be used like that. Nice. And that is all of our shout outs. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you would like to join the council, you can do so by heading to patreon.com slash nadpod. That is all from us for this week. We will see you soon. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.